You can tell him more now if you'd like. We could just make an episode about that. Uh, that seems awkward. Yeah, especially now that we just hit record yeah, right yeah, in the yeah. middle of That's it. That's true. So uh, what's up? What's up, Underground and others? And others. Do you think there's more others? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's up, others and Kansas City Underground? Uh, we're here with regular contributor James Mays. James Mays. Yes. Regular contributor. In the house. That's right. <laughs> He like he knew the assignment and immediately engaged. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah, we let's just j- jump into it, Brian. What's what's been the series we've been in, and what's the mini series that we're in now? Um, well, we we've been in a big series called Nuggets and Disciple Making. Actually, James, can you say that in like a really deep, like James May's voice? Nuggets. Yeah, it's in awesome. disciple, disciple making. <laughs> We were close. I wasn't that much higher than his. Yeah, it was good. I can you're go doing, low. You're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then we recorded an an episode. If you mean the mini series about, I guess like we're not really in that mini series yeah, right now. Not. Yeah. So just yeah. avoid. Yeah. Never right. mind. <laughs> I was like, I get confused. <laughs> we're kind of done with that. Actually, well, when you're series within a series, then it's kind of like Inception, and sometimes and you, you got lost. Know, yeah. Which level you're in? It's yeah, very the, dangerous. The the dreidel stopped spinning. It, but did it? Oh. oh, that's the question. <laughs> I called it a dreidel and not a top mm. for that's our friends out there that appreciate the dreidel. That's right. Uh, if you haven't seen Inception, then you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. James, have you seen Inception? Not at all. <laughs> okay. That's why you look like you're yeah, that yeah. confused. Okay, He's like, that's cool. I'm backing away from the microphone yeah, on this. <laughs> all right. So uh, we got a new nugget today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nugget that we, we're talking about. James brought it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the the nugget in disciple making is is keep it simple. Yeah. Saint. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, well, what's you the AA? I mean, you kind of, you even mentioned like the, the AA phrase. Also, the acronym for KISS will be keep it simple, stupid, mm-hmm. in alcohol anonymous. That's right. In our case, we say keep it simple, saint. <laughs> Satan? No. Saint. 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 That makes more sense. Saint. I was like, who are you talking to? Did you just call our listeners? Oh, no. Saint. saint. Keep it simple, saints. <laughs> yes, saints. Okay. Oh, I like James that. has redeemed this phrase. <laughs> That's right. There you go. And no, we were, we were just like talking beforehand, just some ideas, some other um, things that we've thrown out there as far as potential nuggets. And that one jumped out to me, keeping it simple, because no matter where you are in the process of living out the rhythms of a missionary to... Seeing discovery group environments, full-on microchurch expressions, multiplying those, finding leaders, wherever you are in the the cycle of the missionary pathway or wherever, simplicity is key. And one of the big reasons I think about that is, I mean, there's a lot of things we'll touch on, but simple things multiply. And that is a key uh, concept in all of disciple-making and movements is that complicated things don't multiply simple things do multiply so if nothing else i just like keeping it lightweight and simple allows everyday ordinary person to reproduce um in other environments so that's just throwing that out there to start us off yeah i was gonna i was gonna challenge it just a little bit challenge that key concept of any movement <laughs> in, throughout history oh. is that that simple things oh. multiply go ahead yeah yeah go ahead the, the only <laughs> thing i was gonna say is Complex things can reproduce, but it's much slower, and it is much more ex- slow. <laughs> yeah, it's much right. slower. It's more. I would. Say it's more costly, and I don't mean just finances. Um, 
Uh, the only other thought yeah. I had was like simple things have the ability to reproduce, mm-hmm. but there is like an intentionality behind it. Uh, that's important to highlight and, and bring up. Like, it's not just like, mm-hmm. well, we keep it simple and it'll multiply. It's like, we keep it simple because it helps us multiply. That's really good. Um, it, get, it helps us not just be too obsessed with forms. Yeah. Yeah. That's really and good. To, and, and to also go like, there is a time where more complexity is important. Um, mm-hmm. or might be important. Like mm-hmm. there is an organizational point where it's like, okay, we need to add something here for sustainability. Totally. And if we keep it focused on like too simple, you know, that like there will be an, a level of like, mm, is, the, is there yeah. maturity that's also coming? Uh, you know, I've got another good friend named James, okay. a different James. Uh, and uh, I'll get James. He actually lives here in Kansas City. And James uh, is from India and has helped catalyze, like he actually oversees an organization uh, disciple making movement organization. So just thousands of new followers of Jesus. Uh, and he lives down the street from me, James, if you're listening, what's up, dude, uh, we're going to have him on, uh, on the podcast at some point. But I remember years ago sitting down with James and he says within movements, you, you always hear about the, the simplicity. You always hear about the reproduction of disciples and all that stuff, which is exactly true. But he also says, here's the reality. There is complexity on the back end. There is organization on the back end. There is raising money. There is, you know, like all that stuff is also true. So I think that's what you're pushing back on. And especially for those of you weirdos out there who are like Brian. Um, Yeah. We called you weirdo. weirdo. I'm down. Where you're just kind of this organizational (laughs) thinker. You're this like uh, systems, you know, there are people out there that that think that way. Uh, It it doesn't, when, when we talk about keeping it simple, like we're not saying that that stuff doesn't also exist. I want to zoom in on the everyday person. Yeah. As a follower of Jesus, as a missionary in the place that God's called you to, uh, if you get too complex, uh, you can get lost in the complexities. Yeah. And so that's where, yeah, go ahead. And so on that note right there, that's usually the beginner Christians, big major fault. They want to get their self straight they want to be together before they even attempt Christ. Mm. When Christ truly and surely says, yeah. come to me, all ye that are heavy laden, yeah. and I will give you rest. That's so mm. good. Oh, that's so good. Like, yeah. can, I, can I give an example of that that happened to me recently? Yeah. Discipling someone. I'm going to keep it as general as possible. This person, um, this person told me about a, kind of a significant sin in their life. They don't know Jesus yet. They're just beginning to lean towards Jesus. Tells me about a particular, a regular sin habit that they're trying to break. That's not their words. Those are my words. Um, and for their, uh, I will statement. First time that we read the word together was that next time they're tempted in that for the first time ever, they're going to read the Bible and going to look at book of Mark and start going through the book of Mark. That was an, I will statement. I think it's, there's a temptation as me who've known Jesus for a while, walking with someone who is just exploring any of this for the first time, that I want to get them to step 412. Uh, yeah. When step one is, what would it look like for the first time ever to just listen to Jesus and to do something about it, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that actually is a pretty mind-blowing difference because we, when we disciple people, it's like we jump to all these things we expect them to be from day one. And so there's a timeline that we put out there when God's timeline, it's actually, dude, I was journaling this 
this morning. I was like, I was telling the Lord in prayer, I was like, I'm going to wait on you, Lord. And then I'm like, not because I'm fast and you're slow, but your speed is right. Mm. And I was like, that was a mind blowing thing for me in just prayer. It's like, not about slow and fast. It's about your speed is right. And I'm all over the place. And I want to go at the speed of you. Um, And so I think that that very much, you know, goes in line with the simplicity that we're talking about. It does. Let's let's take it back to to James. Um, We like to ground these ideas in scripture. So that's where you took us this morning. So like go a little further on that idea. Um, You know, like when we talked about what we want to keep Mm -hmm. it simple. Why is that verse standing out to you? Well, it stands out to me because I come with all kind of baggage. Mm. And the first thing I want to do is dump my baggage. But, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, but doing so is hard because of, of the uh, in, the entanglement series that goes on in life. You know, you just mm. get caught up with stuff and it becomes your third arm to a certain mm-hmm. degree. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's the that's the discouraging element that I found that trying to shake off sin before I got to Christ was a dilemma. It was a big dilemma for me. Yeah, I came as I am. I brought my pack of cigarettes. I brought my weed habit. I brought yeah. my lustful uh, the my, my lustful ways. Yeah, yeah. I brought it all, and then I had sat down with Christ, and He said, "Thank you for showing up." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, dude. So one thing that you do really well uh, is that I mean, you just walk with you're walking with dudes all over all over the place in this city like you're just on the phone if you ever hang around james mays you're just gonna like know that he's getting whoa was that a what kind of bug is that whoa whoa smash that thing oh no okay i thought that was a stinger sorry hey talk about there's some good add it's like we're in this <laughs> tiny little podcast like closet room and it's like whoa where'd that bug come from anyway so what james does really well what you walk with people you're on the phone all day long you're texting people you're calling people and you're so do you see that as a kind of a regular thing with the guys that you're walking with it's like what's the basically i mean the, the whole thing that you described in your own story yeah right like do you how do you see that play out with guys that you're walking with well i see it quite frequently uh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I here's the, here's what I hear a lot of. As soon as I stop smoking cigarettes, I'll be at church. Hmm. Or as soon as I can control my anger, I will spend time with Christ. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have to take them to that passage. To, I, I, I use a passage, Matthew chapter 11. I think it's 20, was it 24, 25, 26, somewhere in those verses. As well as, <clears throat> I also take them to the invitation that's coming in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so that that's the biblical stance I give. I tell folks, God, say, come as you are. You know, yeah. all they're trying to fix yourself. He wants to, He wants a project. You are his project. He wants to mold you and make you into the likeness of his son. Yeah. So come as you are. That's so good. Man, like. I don't. I, I was going to ask you, Brian, like if you got stories with. It's hard to tell these stories in real time. Obviously, like we talk about, we don't want to share other people's stories too much. But like that is actually, it, it takes a big burden off of you. Uh, to, really to you can go at the speed of God, and you can start where, where where people are at. You know, so even then, you know, all we have so many micro churches in the city that are full of people who are early on taking steps towards Jesus, and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to bring the right amount of conviction the right amount of speed. Um, and the reason why we're saying this is 
keeping it simple is because, I mean, I want to say elementary. It's more foundational. Mm. It's like keeping it foundational is like foundationally, we just want to continually create environments where people hear from the Lord and mm. a culture where we respond in obedience. Amen. You know, if you cr- help create that all the time, no matter how, quote unquote, mature you are, if you don't do that, then you're actually not mature. You know, you can add a bunch of complexity, but if you don't have the foundation of hearing from God, doing what he says, then um, I think it's kind of false maturity. It's false mm. complexity, you know. Yeah, I think the thing that's standing out to I me, mean, we always follow this kind of structure with these, with this series yeah. of nuggets of what do we mean? So keep it simple, saints. Saints. <laughs> uh, you're getting into the a little bit of the why there, mm. the motivation behind it. We'll get to stories in a minute, but like just to hit those first two again for some context <clears throat> before we go on to the how. It's just like I, I'm hearing. I think I'm hearing two things. You know, you're you're saying, "What do we mean by this?" Is like I, I appreciate kind of the twist on like keep it foundational. Sometimes I think I can confuse simple with like like too elementary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also there is like what James, what you're saying, like there is a place of like no, keep it elementary. Yes, it is. Just like come to Jesus. Don't make this complicated. Yeah. And so like we mean both of those things. Like meet people where they are. Keep it simple. Don't give them like, you know, hey, let's uh, let's start with uh, the book of, you know, Leviticus yeah. numbers. <laughs> you know, like, like that's that's probably not meeting people where they are. But yeah. like you're saying, keep it simple. Meet people in just the real life stuff, the heart yeah. stuff. And don't give them burdens that they have to carry Correct. to come to Jesus. And I think you're saying like in the in the organizational processes side keep it simple in the sake or foundational of like keep what we've already talked about once obedience based disciple making Mm -hmm. the the reason why is because we want to engage all people everywhere Mm -hmm. and when we make it too complex we're very like we're narrowing uh who can who can participate who can play who can be a part of this who can be engaged who can walk with jesus okay the conversation isn't What's the doctrine or what's the theological like uh, foundational truth to this? The, the, the reality is how are they going to meet and hear from Jesus? Because they're not going to walk in a church, right? Like my relationship with them is probably the only or one of the only doorways for them to begin to step into hearing from God. And that's uh, to, I guess my, I'm rambling to say, I want to put all my eggs in that basket mm-hmm. that it doesn't. I don't have to. I don't have to write out. Here's all the the 100 key doctrinal truths that you need to believe before you're a follower. You know, you're a quote unquote Christian. I want this person, who of course they're walking in sin. They don't know Jesus. Like they're walking in the ways of the world. I want them to get face to face with Jesus and Jesus look at them and say, "Follow me," mm. right? And then I. It's between. It's 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 between them and you know yeah. the lord about are they going to begin to take those steps cuz let me tell you one thing the disciples you know peter and andrew when they when they heard that on the, the fishing boat or uh levi when he's at the tax collector's booth and jesus looks at him and says follow me you think they knew much about what they're getting into <laughs> you think they knew almost any scripture you know, you think they were educated enough to to know the the, the law of Moses and the Torah and all the, you know the what the prophets say? The fishermen, right? They're tax collectors, and Jesus starts with where they're at. Take that step of obedience and follow me. You know, it what starts I mean? so, right there. It, yeah, 
it we're taking it to the hard like things that we should wrestle out yeah, as a not family. Not that we avoid those. Yeah, yeah. But like the things that like we should do this in community <coughs> over time with mm. our elders and with our mm-hmm. but it's like James, I want to hear from you on like the like what's the how of the everyday life? Like mm. you're like a spiritual grandfather and share the hope. Okay. Yeah. I do have gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think he called you old. That's what I heard. That's, what I heard. That's not now. true at all. You don't have to be old to be I'm, a grandfather. I'm just I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, what's like the everyday life of keeping it simple, like all day Christ life? That's yeah. the shirt you got on. Yes, and <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> all day Christ, and that that's really how the keeping. The keeping it simple for me is not put James in the equation, but put Christ in the equation mm-hmm. as being the trendsetter or the front runner on how to communicate his way to them. Mm-hmm. For instance, I very seldom answer direct question. Come on. Yeah. I very seldom do that. Yeah. I tell them about a certain testimony or a certain type of way or, or even a parable. If I ever you know, I get that mm-hmm. intellectual, you know, I don't tell them, hey, you don't supposed to do that. That's the last thing I do. Mm-hmm. So that's keeping it simple. Yeah, that's that's, so that's allowing the Holy Spirit to convict mm-hmm. them. That's how I came to Christ. I didn't. Somebody didn't say, James, you need to go. Now the Holy Spirit said, show up, and I showed up yeah. as is. Every day, my first yeah. <laughs> my first couple weeks in Share the Hope group, I made sure I smoked the blunt before I walked into the group. I'm not bragging, and I'm not saying somebody should do that. But I came as I am. Yeah. Yeah. And the underground does <laughs> <is> not condone. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone that. But at the same token, the Holy Spirit convicted me. Yeah. Of three, probably two, three weeks later, and I decided to give up marijuana. And to this day, five years, five and a half, six years later, I'm. I have sobriety from marijuana. Mm-hmm. And that was not being told by the police officer or the judge or the counselor or my mama or my daddy. Mm-hmm. That was the spirit of God. So I try to implicate that in everybody else's life. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Let them become yeah. the thief on the cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. That's so good. Dude, a couple of I will statements this past week of a group that is connected with Share the Hope of some guys that we're discipling. Um, one of them is, he said, you know what his obedience statement was? Uh, I'm going to not smoke this week. Mm. Right. And so like this person is really following Jesus. Right. But it's like, I see this as something that's been, has a hold on me. And so a step of obedience this week is I'm going to lay that down. Mm. But like, did we say you have to stop smoking to be a part of this group? Absolutely not. Right. But we see that God is doing the work in him. Amen. At another guy, Right, who uh, is a relatively <clears throat> follower of Jesus himself, and his life is so radically changing that his mom is like, "What is going on?" So you know what he did? Because I will. St- well, he did this, and then the next week was I. He's he just you know told his mom all about what Jesus has done, and guess what? She's like, "I want in on that." So she starts like she declares Jesus as Lord in this conversation, right? Wow. And then the next week at this DBS. <laughs> Uh, his I will statement is I'm going to um, basically take the passage we just did and I'm going to start doing this with mom. So the next week he's, you know, reading scripture w- w- with her. Right. So like we start to see 
the sim- simple things that are able to reproduce and where people are at when they are meeting God and those things like, again, God's timing is right. Our timing is all wonky. We, we go off on it. So keeping it simple, and here's maybe the elementary truth to this. Keeping it simple is not the same as keeping it shallow. Mm. Those are very, very different. And that's where people get tripped up a lot because they're like, well, what about when we're ready to move past Discovery Bible study or whatever? And like, I'm not saying you can only use the format of Discovery Bible study for the rest of your life. What I'm saying is what I think I, I told this story once before. It's when those guys in the Middle East looked at me and said, or looked at the guy who asked the question, what What do you do when you're ready to go past Discovery Bible study? They said, so are they already raising the dead and healing the sick? <laughs> They're just thoroughly confused on, so you've already done everything the Bible says? <laughs> like, Because like, to them, Discovery Bible study is not a program. It's just the way that we do things. We hear and obey Jesus. How can you ever move past that? right? So when we say keep it simple, we're not saying keep it elementary, don't dive deep into the word or don't, you know, expand your mind or don't whatever. Like, Cause it's true. There is an element. We need to move past the elementary teachings of Jesus. I'm not saying we disregard that. What we're saying is we keep it simple and we don't make our, we don't get too smart for our own good. And we expect that we got to do all these other things to see real fruit. No, it's pressing more and more into the simplicity, which is what you're saying. Yes. And to, 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 to piggyback on that, uh, when you when you keep it simple as far as letting Christ be the trendsetter, it takes all responsibility off of your own self. Mm. So you use what Jesus said, you do it the way Jesus did it. If Jesus broke bread and talked to people, had conversations and relations, then start breaking bread with your peoples and have conversations. Mm. So and then <clears throat> the the Spirit of God comes in and does what it wants to do versus then what we willfully mm. want it to mm-hmm. do. So that's that's been really one of the biggest issues I've been seeing that people, like like in my position, uh, a facilitator or a leader, we <laughs> and I'm guilty as well, want the best out of people to the point that I'm literally ready to hit them with a two by four. Can't you get it? You know, here, take it, yeah. take this word right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good. But when I back off and let them be people, like I said earlier, quote unquote, let them be the thief on the cross. And the conviction of Christ will bring them in if they choose to. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. In the book of Luke, chapter 7, verse 33, mm. you got Jesus talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees here. Mm. And they're calling Jesus, they're telling Jesus that he needs alcohol nominus, putting him so many words. They're saying, Jesus, you're a drunk. And that's Jesus said, y'all call me a drunkard. drunkard. And then he said, y'all call John the Baptist is crazy because he running around in the woods eating locusts and honey. But he's saying, ain't none of that true. What about the posture of our hearts? Mm-hmm. That's one thing human beings cannot see, the next human being posture in their heart. So we have to give them the opportunity to let them stumble into serendipity. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me, Corey's comment, keeping it simple does not mean keeping it shallow. Like, Go a little further on that in the Share the Hope world for you. Like, you know, like how have you seen um, just maturity develop because you because of the simplicity rather than like the, again, mm-hmm. what people might hear with keep it simple is shallow. And we're not saying that. We're no, not we're saying not. people stay in one place and it never. No, yeah. 
This is what the, this is what's so beautiful about the disciple of the DBS here, the Bible study, Discovery Bible study. Is that right? Yeah, yeah DBS. And so, but when we come to one another with the example, with the impression of experiencing something together, mm. the Spirit of God talks to people yeah. in a way that hmm, I didn't know that is that in the Bible for real? Yeah, that's there. Yeah, I never understood that. Some people say. Me personally, I hear brand new stuff about scripture coming from people who, you know, I would never expect. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. that's that's what takes away the shallowness of it. And when you allow a person hmm. to use their God given brain to figure it out. Yeah, that's good. It's like some of the most insightful things about this scripture and about following Jesus came from people who are brand new mm-hmm. because there's something about being reminded of all the beautiful things that sometimes I've been, you know, I've been, you know, too mature. I forgot, you know, I forgot some of those things. And you see that, you see someone just encountering God or seeing something that seems so simple, but mind-blowingly deep mm-hmm. at the same time uh, in their own discovery. Where and uh, when we talk about in, in microchurch settings, I love to say we, there's a lot of teaching that goes on in microchurch settings. It's mostly teaching of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, by the way, what we see in the New Testament as that call to teach one another. There is a lot of teaching that goes on in these microchurches, and, and most of it is from the Holy Spirit, you know, that's from their own revelation. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm so with you. It's like I've seen that time and time again. Well, and this, uh, the other thing that's coming to my mind in the keep it simple is like, oh, my gosh, how do I say this without? Like th- there is a certain level of like, oh, you do need to keep it simple for some people. Like if we make it super complex, then people that are challenged mm. in certain yeah, ways, yeah, yeah, like, totally. like I'm, I'm not even, I'm like super uncomfortable right now trying to say this yeah, in the yeah. right way to yeah. not be offensive or sound offensive, but like, man, just say it. There are different, like no one's listening. Just say it. Intellectual levels where it's like, yeah. if you if you continually raise <clears throat> the complexity level, it just makes it difficult. I mean, I don't even know what this says about Jesus when he told parables and nobody understood them. But yeah, yeah. anyway, but also like for my kids, you know, it's like mm-hmm. if I want them to always think, be thinking, hear, respond, and obedience, I need to keep it simple. But they do ask me hard questions. You know, like Cash recently was like, what about babies that are born mm-hmm. and they don't live very long? Like what happens mm-hmm. to them? And I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, how do I help him embrace at his age an mm-hmm. understanding of what it means to be in the kingdom and not just mm-hmm. make heaven some far off place? Mm-hmm. But yet, you yeah. know, like something is, you know, yeah. so like we had like a 45 wow. minute conversation of just me trying to ask questions and not tell him what I think. Yeah. Yes. And, and in some ways it was like, this is a very complex idea, but it was like, OK, just slow down, give him a piece, mm. let him like slowly embrace his own understanding of that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I was doing my best to keep it simple, but it's like he's he is a child. Mm-hmm. And I can't give him like systematic theology 401 of what happens to babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, anyway. totally. Yeah, uh like when you say slow down that that I keep hearing this in my head uh grow like a seed at God's speed. 
Mm. I keep hearing that. I've been hearing it over again when we talk about you write that down. Yeah, that's, there's the uh, the quote that we'll put on the uh, social stuff. Oh, no, keep going, James. That's really good. Yeah, I, I, that's I, I've been hearing it all throughout the topic when we're talking about keeping mm. it simple and grow like a seed at God's speed. Grow it like a seed at God's speed. Now we always wanted to want it, want it now. We want the mm. we want the microwave version, mm-hmm. you know, and with God. It's a slow cook. It's mm-hmm. a it's a crock pot version. Mm-hmm. You got to savor the flavor with God. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I'm saying all that to say that when you when you come to talking to infants in Christ, regardless if they're six years old or sixty years old, mm. the process the process is simple. We have to keep it simple. For you know, you talk about complexity. Then think about growing a tropical plant in American soil. Mm-hmm. You have to get mm-hmm. complexity involved. You got to get mm-hmm. the right ingredients and nourishment and everything, sand, whatever, mm-hmm. sunlight, rain. Mm-hmm. All have to be precise. But if you take it down to where you're naturally at, mm-hmm. where you're naturally at, yeah. and just. Oh, there's there's so much uh, wisdom that comes with certain parallels I want to take with that that statement alone. But the idea of the, the basically the, the kingdom mustard seed mm. that is small but slowly takes over the whole garden i mean that is a theme that consistently finds itself in underground and these podcasts but even what you're saying lean into it as far as the speed of growth Mm. is really not just the small things that eventually take over but the speed of growth sometimes doesn't seem all that dramatic in the moment you know and there are there are times where it's like oh i can steadily i can see difference or i walked away for a week and came back and what is that always been that big right um and we're so drawn to the the big moments that's what we want to see we we're so i don't know our heart longs for it our minds long for it but it's the slow steady what i said and share the hope for years um non-dramatic abiding in jesus Mm -hmm. that is simple and the fruit that we see is over time those who do that that I was bragging on you, James, the other day I was in a uh, Share the Hope DBS group was uh, it's like if you want to look at someone who is who is counting the cost daily, like that's why James is where he's at as opposed to five years ago. Not because of all of these dramatic things that happen in life. It's that the daily dying to self. And you you harp on that a lot because yes. we're so drawn to like these big, huge stories. And it's like daily abiding. That's really what we're talking about. Yes. You're keeping it simple um, in all settings, but that's really at the heartbeat, non-dramatic abiding in Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Underground Podcast. We hope that it's either been an encouragement to you or that it's created a curiosity about what it means to live into a missionary mindset with an aim to make disciples and see the church emerge. If you're a missionary or a microchurch in Kansas City and you're looking for coaching or just belonging within a network, we'd love to connect with you so we can learn about what you are doing and how you are joining Jesus for gospel saturation in this city. If you're outside the Kansas City area and have questions about what it would mean to catalyze a disciple-making movement that leads to the emergence of microchurches in every network within your city, we'd love to connect with you as well and offer whatever resources might be helpful to you. You can find out more at kcunderground.com. Grace and peace, friends.